This is 680 CJOB. Hey everybody, welcome to The Main Ingredient. What is happening with March? It's supposed to be warming up, and today is another minus 20 day. But you know what? I have a great idea on how you can warm up. It's the last day of Winnipeg Whiskey Festival tonight, starting at 6.30 for VIP tickets and 7.30 for regular ticket holders. So I'm talking to two of the principal brands that you can sample and purchase at this great event. Jamie Johnson is from Belvany, which is a Scottish single malt scotch with various aged expressions. And Josh Groom is from Gibson's Finest, which is one of Canada's greatest brands. All right, Jamie and Josh, welcome to the main ingredient. How are you? Great, thanks. Thanks for having us. Ladies first. <laughs> hey, we can talk together. Can we really? It would sound really weird. No, we can talk together. It's okay. okay, great, great, great. If I'm saying hello, you know, you can. Oh, I can reply. Exactly. Thank you. People oh, are going to know you're here otherwise. Doing really good. Really good. Happy yeah? to be here. Um, excited about enjoying some whiskey with you. I'm excited too. Yeah. I'm very excited. These bottles are very pretty, by the way. Thank I really you. Like well, I'll actually show you this one. Take a look. We're unsheathing it. Oh, oh yeah, for sure. Look it's at that. It's a pretty one. Yeah. Are we battling each other right now? No, no, there's no. We're all, we're all in the family. Sizing. Yeah, we're family. Yeah, we're all in the family. Are you really? Yeah, yep. for sure. One hundred percent. I yep. come from Canada, so yep. I'm obviously more important right now. Like, <laughs> 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 He's shy, isn't he? He's so shy. shy. You'll never get a word out of him. No, no, no. You gotta so work. Quiet. Right. That's it's gonna be right. perfect. Yeah. All right, so let's talk about the uh, Winnipeg Whiskey Fest, right? And what your role. Is in the Winnipeg Whiskey Fest. We can talk individually, together, however you want to throw it at me. We get to just talk about whiskey, which is so exciting. So, like, you know, as a brand ambassador, we get to sort of travel around and talk about whiskey. So, How how does one get that job? (laughs) There's somebody, we're going to call that a route to market. (laughs) And that is one of the words that we use in this industry to Uh confuse the crap out of everybody. Um, How do you get this job? There's so many different scenarios. She was what they, they called... Or Jamie was was a, what we'll call an enthusiast, or aficionado. Uh, it took a different angle in the sense of uh, developed a big network of individuals. I came from the other end of the spectrum, bartending, uh, restaurant. Uh, so there's lots of different ways, and mm-hmm. it's all about how the brand wants to portray their message mm-hmm. or maybe their initiatives. Uh, there's lots of different avenues on how they go about kind of sourcing someone to represent the brand. Mm-hmm. But the goal is basically to embody brand message and live that every day. So I am always at my finest. <laughs> wow. This guy, he can't go. <laughs> like, I'm going to leave and he's going to take over the show. <laughs> Total jokes. So I'm so never going to have a finest <laughs> Yeah, he's right. Absolutely. So I think there's like a couple different ways people can get into it. The the bartender route, marketing route, the enthusiast route, um, but also takes a lot of sort of good luck and timing sometimes because we know how lucky we are to have a job like this to, to get this sort of dream job. So, uh, yeah, they don't come around so often. So if you see something, I think we jumped at it when uh, when it came up for sure. A lot of times these, these roles, they're, they're, they're looking for somebody that suits the message that they want to send. Mm-hmm. And then the, 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 a loss of an individual as a representative or a brand ambassador. Well, it sends a greater message than that. Right. It's mm-hmm. all, it's almost like what happened or how about this one? You spent all this time working towards a message and building relationships. That's our goal. Mm-hmm. We were, mm-hmm. we're building relationships with individuals and now you're sucked in. That's what it is. You can, we can't help it, but now you're in and that relationship needs to continue flourish. And that's our job. Um, and you become the, the face of the brand completely. 100%. Yeah, yeah, I get told that all the time, and I'm like, why did you choose me? <laughs> <laughs> but I'm glad you did. I'll take another. <laughs> not so bad. Not so bad. It's so great. You get to meet so many cool people. This is my first time in Winnipeg. I've never been to Winnipeg really? before. It's Where my are you from? very from Toronto. 
And yeah. what do you think? I, I love it. I'm having the best you guys day so far. That, no, so I'm digging it here. Really like, everyone's like so nice. Like, <laughs> they are. <laughs> <laughs> he is nice. We're, that's because we're drinking a lot of scotch. <laughs> yeah. That's what's that's happening, true. right? Sure. So She's lovely. Got everyone's so kind so far. So I'm really excited. The show's going to be great. Um, it's always so fun to get a bunch of whiskey lovers underneath one roof and mm-hmm. like just sort of talk about what's going on with all the brands and yeah. We've, we've got such dish, different initiatives. It's amazing, right? Like she's coming in and she wants to spread her knowledge about the Balvenie and why it's such a unique brand mm-hmm. and obviously the best Scotch whiskey that's produced ever. I get this. My role is to make a big splash. No joke. <laughs> He's going to be splashing. Literally, if you turn up on Friday and Saturday, yeah. you're going to see a splash. Oh yeah, that's really what it is. Okay, it's so about, you're about education and you're about partying. <laughs> I, I, we're, let's not say partying. We're, we're, we're talking about a refined product that ages for longer to make smoother whiskey that's more approachable that you can drink a lot of. You can still have fun doing it. Hey, imagine that. You put whiskey inside somebody and you have fun? <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, so let's talk about each individual uh, brand. Jamie mm-hmm. first. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I uh, represent the Balvenie right. across Canada. Uh, so beautiful, space-side, single malt, um, approachable. I think that the thing that sort of like connects the two of our, our whiskeys, other than the fact that we're you know both William Grant and Sons product, is that we're both really approachable whiskeys. So mm-hmm. um, you know, for us, we, we focus a lot on the tradition and handcraftedness of making whiskey. So we've been around since 1892. Uh, you know, we still do a bunch of stuff at the distillery that a lot of distilleries have sort of done by the wayside. So things like growing and malting your own barley, having your own cooperage on site, having your own coppersmith team. So just sort of that sort of piece of floor malting man yes yes right? like, it's ma- sorry no no you go ahead no he makes a great point yeah. floor maltings is one of those things that yeah. not a lot of distilleries have in scotland we're right. one of a handful so uh it is one of those things that makes us super unique uh and great so yeah so i'm there to represent this lovely sort of um single malt that you know you can get really sort of nerdy with nothing wrong with that nothing wrong um, with that when you say approachable do you mean approachable to the non-scotch drinker to the Indeed new scotch drinker i do you know when you mm-hmm. say this brand and and the history behind it mm-hmm. how old it is mm-hmm. can be a little intimidating to absolutely a person who's never tasted that before 100 percent. and i think what i'm really excited about and what i see you know going across canada is that we're not looking at the same scotch drinker we've always thought has drank scotch so we're sort of seeing this innovation this change in the category with um sort of people uh who maybe never felt uh super welcomed to come into the you know the big leather chair cigar kind of vibe uh and it's it's opening up so i think uh this is a great sort of single malt to get into the category with as flavor wise you know it is really approachable there's there's nothing sort of controversial about it it's sweet um it's easy to drink Mm -hmm. uh it's elegant. So it's just one of those things where, you know, across the board, <laughs> yes, that's what we've been waiting to hear. It's been five minutes, for goodness sake. <laughs> I love how he's like, you keep talking, I'll get this going. <laughs> so, now that the scotch has been opened, it's time for a break and then back with more from Jamie and Josh from Belvany and Gibson's Finest to talk more about the great products both companies make and about the Winnipeg Whiskey Festival. Be right back. Back to the main ingredient. The Winnipeg Whiskey Festival continues tonight at 6.30 at the Fairmont Hotel downtown. So in studio, I have Jamie, who is a rep from Belvani, which is an iconic single malt scotch maker in Scotland. And Josh, who is a rep for Canada's greatest scotch maker, Gibson's Finest. And before the break, we were talking about how one gets introduced to scotch. Jamie, your thoughts. 
So for me, uh, and and I know it seems intimidating, but I will. I'm here to tell you that the Balvenie, in terms of you know flavor, uh, is probably one of the easiest uh, whiskey. I get that all the time. People are like, "This is the one that introduced me to the category." Is that right? So yep. Yep, very approachable, very easy to drink, uh, elegant. Great way to start Scotch whiskey drink. Yeah, 100%. Like, huge. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You guys are bringing three brands to the, to the whiskey show. Um, I think so, yes. I believe I've got three different whiskeys with me. Three variants, three expressions three, three of, expressions of the Balvenie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So if you were, of those three expressions, mm-hmm. is the brand that, that or the expression you mm-hmm. brought today, mm-hmm. is that the one that would be the introductory? Yes, that is the flagship. That's the one that we walk through the door with. That is, yeah. Hundred percent. All right, and that yeah. is the Doublewood. Doublewood. Doublewood Twelve. Yeah, it's been around for twenty-five years now. Um, it's uh, so it's beloved. It's, it's, it's absolutely gorgeous. Don't think um, about that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I take that back. I take it back. <laughs> yeah. No, it is a beautiful bottle. It's gorgeous, and actually, the the like the the sort of shape of it is based on the shape of our pot stills in Scotland. So yep. it was sort of modeled after that. So no, it's super elegant. It's lovely to have on your counter. It's great. Um, I encourage everyone to come by and say hi. Try all three expressions. How can people drink it? Like, oh, there's many different ways. I'm sure there's many ways that people think, oh my god, I, I shouldn't drink it like that. I'm yes, drink it neat on the rocks. Yeah. You know, absolutely. I think it goes back to that intimidation factor where people think that single malts have to be, you know, they they fit into this narrow little box and like this is who enjoys them and this is how they must be enjoyed. But you know, you can have uh, a pint and and a scotch. You can. I say if, that sounds great. Isn't it great? Yes, it's so great. If you go to Scotland, to Scotland, yeah, if you ever go to Scotland, it's a pint, of, it's a pint <laughs> of whiskey, absolutely. Yeah. And uh, if it's like you, you do whatever you want, if you want to throw some ice in there, I say a hundred percent, go for it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's your scotch to enjoy how you want. If you want to throw a drop of water in there, open it up. That's lovely. It's perfect. Enjoy it neat. Throw it in a cocktail. Which way do you drink it? Um, I actually really enjoy it with like an ice cube. Just one. Just one. That's me. I know I will get I will hear about this and I and I do what size from, ice cube from purists I do hear <laughs> I do but I always feel like it's I feel like that's my bottle and I just enjoy it a little and I know exactly what the ice cube is doing to it it's diluting it a little bit um, I I get it I but it's just how I, I prefer it and you know you know what's funny I think that you nailed it on the head though it's how you prefer it mm-hmm. there's no right yeah. way to drink whiskey there's your way and if you like it don't let anybody tell you different yeah right. it's your bottle yeah. do with it what you, you pay want. for it yeah. Don't yeah. share it if they say anything. <laughs> so at a, at a, at a festival at, at a festival like this, it's obviously you guys are very approachable. Do you know what I mean? Like the whiskey's approachable. Mm-hmm. You guys are approachable sure. for people to ask questions. I'm yes. sure you know no questions a dumb question. No, no. Just, no. just kind of learn about Scotch in general, then learn about your particular brand. It's yeah. literally about destigmatizing the whole scenario. Yes. that's the goal for a brand ambassador in my in my world. Yep, it's actually mm-hmm. a huge segue. Yeah. If you don't mind. Yeah, I think no, I think that's a hundred percent. Yeah, right. Like, Canadian whiskey is something really funny, and we've been working. And there's a bunch of brand ambassadors for Canadian whiskey moving into Gibsons. I'm sorry if I cut you off, but it's about making Canadian whiskey approachable in the sense that it is worth enjoying. There is quality, and that's the whole thing. For my message, message in the world, or my mission for this planet, it's about getting the world in a position to be able to understand that. Canadian whiskey is made well. Mm-hmm. For a long time, it wasn't, but now we're getting back to where we should be and progressing further. And there's a lot of great brands that are doing good things, but none better than the finest of whiskeys. So, where does Canadian whiskey fit in the world of whiskey? See, How do others look at it outside of Canada? Such a weird scenario. And you know what? It has had a stigma. As I said, there's been a lot of people that have looked at Canadian whiskey. And you know what? 
to our detriment, we we did it to ourselves. There was a lot of things that happened in the, the we'll call legislation or development of Canadian whiskey that allowed for things to kind of meander into a world of volume production, we'll call it. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the biggest ones was prohibition. Mm-hmm. Uh, when the U.S. said, hey, we're not making any more whiskey, but the U.S. said, hey, we're still drinking tons of whiskey, Canada came in and had to keep up with productions and a lot of things that kind of stemmed from that led to, I guess we'll call it a volume or a faster style of production, mm-hmm. which over time led to people having a belief that Canadian whiskey isn't of quality or can't be. It's more of a faster volume style of whiskey production. And uh, for me and what, I guess there's probably like three or four of us in the Canadian whiskey world that are really striving towards not only just letting our brands kind of speak to what we do to be be better or to make better whiskey, but as a category to define the fact that we're just, we're not just the U.S.'s younger brother up here making whiskey that you can buy for cheap and enjoy fast. It's about the fact that we're putting time in, hence why I brought you a bottle of our 18-year. It doesn't get smoother than that, but it does take legal age to get there. This guy is passionate. Holy crap. Let's, you know, the, is that what we're drinking right no, now? No, you're drinking something completely different. This is our newest edition. It's Gibson's Finest Bold and by far my favorite. Uh, like, I really enjoy this This is brand. also my favorite. Okay, let, 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 this let's, is let's my favorite. Yeah, whatever. Like, okay, so cheers. how are we supposed to taste it? You know what? You're supposed to actually just put it inside your mouth. No, honestly, when it comes to tasting whiskey, yeah. like it's, it's, a, it's definitely about glass. And right now mm-hmm. we're kind of in a weird scenario. Um, Open-ended will lead to perceived smoothness a lot of the time when it comes to an old-fashioned glass or a, a glass that's kind of the uh, the V-shape. Mm-hmm. But um, it doesn't hinder the the value of the whiskey. It just kind of opens it up and makes it a little bit more, I guess, readily accessible. Canadian whiskey production, though, really what it is, it's about being approachable. How to drink this? Uh, when it comes to Canadian whiskey, enjoy it. It's really, get a good smell on it. Check out what's going on with your nose, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? You want to make sure that you're smelling things that are positive, which would be kind of um, aromatics of American wood. So vanilla, uh, coconut, banana, all these things kind of resonate with Canadian whiskey. Uh, Sometimes with this one specifically, you get a little bit darker notes, a little closer to the equator. So I get a lot of espresso when Mm -hmm. I open it up with one cube, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, You know what? The best part about this is that you got to find a house like Gibson's Finest who puts time and effort into producing quality whiskey. We spend more money holding on to our whiskey to make sure that the consumer has a better quality of product. But the neat part about us is that we've been such an iconic brand for so long that we don't we don't charge half of what we should, which is awesome. This is totally approachable. This Gibson's bottle bold. What is it retailing for right now? Like here in... Yeah, still, that really? yeah, thirty dollars for an eight-year-old aged product, number three char barrel, and forty-six percent alcohol. For me, that just tastes like another one. You know, you don't know anything about. You know, you have like zero information. <laughs> None. Can you, can <laughs> you get up to date, please, man. Not what give, a slacker you yeah, are. Yeah, for sure, guaranteed. And you know what's funny is I say it a lot. That's the weird part about it. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I feel repetitive, but you called it passionate. <laughs> if it wasn't here already, I'd be out buying it right what now. What do you think about it? I like it. Good. Me Very too. Good. So it a lot is of bold. like caramels in here. Yeah. 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 It's it's lots of caramel flavor. Lots of things that like Gibson's Finest is known for. You know, we take wood and use it in a unique way. We spend a lot of time making sure that our distillate's in contact with wood for the right amount of time to create great balance, which is perceived smoothness. And in the end, what that is, is just understanding of quality. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of big words. The stuff is really, really good. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to continue to sample some scotch with Jamie and Josh from Belvany and Gibson's Finest. And then we'll come back right after the news, weather, and sports with more conversation about the Winnipeg Whiskey Festival here on The Main Ingredient.
Welcome back to another episode of The Main Ingredient. Thanks for sticking around. The Winnipeg Whiskey Festival is tonight, starting at 6.30 at the Fairmont Hotel, along with over 160 types of whiskey, bourbon, cognac, gin, tequila, and vermouth that you can sample. Also, Chef Tim Palmer and his crew have a great menu in store for all attendees, which is included in your ticket price. And I'm not just talking about any old regular menu. I'm talking about a whiskey brined 24-hour smoked brisket and a sushi bar, just to name a few of the things he'll be making for everybody. But right now, Jamie and Josh from Belvani and Gibson's Finest are here to talk about whiskey. What are the takeaways that you want people to, you know... To go home with money. money. You know, my biggest takeaway is to, like, if you thought for some reason that Canadian whiskey isn't good, revisit one. Mm -hmm. That would be my takeaway message Mm -hmm. for sure. And I'd prefer it to be Gibson's Finest because we do a lot to prove the fact that we are the finest of Canadian whiskeys. What is your intro for a novice? We, well, for us, it's every year in the cask adds flavor. Mm -hmm. And if there's not an age statement or a recognition of quality or time invested, I would think twice about what you're buying. Let's talk about cask, cask finishing. Mm-hmm. What is that? And like break mm-hmm. it down for people who, do, who know nothing about scotch. So for, for us yeah. with cask finishing, uh, we were actually one of the very first to do it. So David Stewart, who is our malt master, who's been with us for 57 years. Jedi. Yeah. Night. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, like still there. Still yep, there. Still working. with us. Yep. Yeah. 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 Yep. Still hand picking wow. yeah. uh, casks. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, yeah, super important to the industry. Uh, but in 83 sort of came out with this Balvenie classic that was uh, cask finished. So it was one of the very first to be cask finished. So basically what you see now, double wood is the iteration of that. So it's first aged in American oak. And then we flip it into a sherry cask. Uh, And just for a short period of time, and what we're looking for there is to get a little bit of depth and complexity to it. So you're getting all those, when we talk about American oak, we're getting a lot of American oak influence on the Gibson's Bold. So vanilla, caramel, a little bit of spice, those are all coming from uh, the, the American oak barrel. And then when you have that sort of sherry cask finish, it's going to add a little bit of depth. It's going to add a little bit of richness, a little bit of like cinnamon and nutmeg, uh, and a little bit of sort of like, I always think of um, Christmas cake. So like stone fruits, like something a little richer and darker. Christmas spices, I get it. Yeah, 100%. And so exactly. So you're going to get those sort of, so that interplay of flavors. But what you're looking to do there is you're not looking to overwhelm the single malt. Like you've gone through all this trouble and all this aging uh, to... to, to sort of make this beautiful spirit, the last thing you want to do is sort of, you know, cover it up. You want to make it nuanced. So uh, you're flipping it into that sherry cask. We're just leaving it for six to nine months just to add that that little bit of sort of oomph to it. Uh, and then that's the the product that you're going to see here. So we got a couple in the core range, uh, the two sherry cask finishes that are 12 and 17 years. Then we've got a rum cask finish, which is a 14 year. Mm. And then we've got a port cask finish, which is uh, our port wood, which is 21 years. So uh, sort of a range of different cask finishes. But it's great because, again, innovation and looking forward in the world of whiskey and what's going on and, and, you know, how we can move out of the idea of, you know, the cigar lounge and like the big, you know, brown leather chairs. And, you know, people are finishing whiskeys and tequila casks and IPA barrels now and all sorts of fun stuff. There aren't really so, any rules, right? Whatever but it's, it's, good, it's, it's good. a hell of a good maker, though, on whether they're, we'll call it their flagship or their way they make whiskey is still showcased. Mm-hmm. A lot of the like, I'm not going to say poor whiskey. I don't believe there's poor whiskey out there. They all do what I want them to. Mm-hmm. But if you can't taste that house's kind of representation mm-hmm. or what they do in all of them, mm-hmm. well, likely they're they're not helping themselves. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, distillery style is super important when you have... Like the same consistent style, you mean? Yes. 100%. Yeah. Even if when it's cast finished, though, if you don't taste the, 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 the Belvany signature, the Dave Stewart mm-hmm. signature... 
then he did something wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. So when you talk about like the Balvenie signature, you're talking balanced, approachable, structured, complex, nuanced. Like you're talking about all these sort of things, uh, honeyed notes, like for us, you know. That they're known for yeah. throughout the entire range. Yeah. So if you went into yeah. their, you know, the barrel house and you just picked a barrel and you took a sample from it, then you would get all of those things right from that barrel. Mm-hmm. And that's your distillery sort of style. Uh, so that's Did what you're... back in 83... He's a young dude back in 83. He was, he was ish. Probably super not a dude yet. <laughs> you know, just, just, just think back then he was actually <laughs> thinking he's pioneering. No, yeah. absolutely not. He was looking to add complexity to these whiskeys, to these beautiful whiskeys that came out. So our first whiskey came out in 71. He was looking for something, you know, sort of new and interesting. And uh, I think it was like, well, let's see what happens. Right. At a time when really that wasn't the thing to do. It was not the norm. Stepping right outside the box. Yeah. 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 So we're, uh, we're, I mean, we're so lucky to have him. It's, it's, it's great. Every time we go out with him or go, you know, to any events with him or anything, he gets swarmed by, oh yeah, absolutely. Oh no, he's rockstar level for sure when it comes to whiskey. All the whiskey aficionados, we're talking lineups, waiting to get their bottle sign. Like, it's great. It's great. And uh, like a wonderful, humble, like, you know, if you talk to him, you say like, you know, David, like, it's incredible that you've got this, you know, amazing whiskey that resonates with so many people and it's been around for so long. And he'll be like, well, that's just a testament to the, you know the the folks that work at the distillery. So he oh, he's really, all about the team. yeah, <laughs> exactly. Oh, the guys are a solid heart, though. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's uh, you know I generally find this in Scotland, though. I'm not yeah. going to lie. You know, you go hang around distilleries for long enough in Scotland, you don't run into a lot of bad people. Mm. And if you do, there's something to cure your problem. Yeah. <laughs> Why well, the whiskey people? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's... <laughs> <laughs> I love traveling with Josh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hilarious, man. Uh, speaking of the festival, do you guys know where you are going to be booth-wise? Because i got to come and find I don't think you'll be able to miss Josh, to no, be fair. No, there's no way. When we do, when we do Whiskey Festival, we make a loud for, yeah, for sure. 17 and 18? Yeah, I booth 17 and 18. You'll yeah. notice all of us hanging out on leather couches and just being generally there you go. the finest You can probably find me over there, too, at some point. Yeah, yeah. I bet you so The Gibson's booth. Yeah. 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 Man, this is a tough job. Okay, so we're going to take a little break, and then some sampling of some Gibson's Finest and some Belvani shall take place here on The Main Ingredient. Welcome back to The Main Ingredient, last segment of the show. Jamie from Belveni, which is a single malt scotch maker from Scotland, and Josh from Canadian scotch maker Gibson's Finest, and myself, we're going to continue talking, but more importantly, sampling. Can I Indeed, that open? please do. No, yes, yes let's yeah, do for it. sure. We, the, we drank Gibson's Finest for a reason. There's definitely okay. a difference in cost per bottle. Okay. <laughs> I noticed you guys have Coke here, so people connect can drink. Oh, let's segue into milk. this one right here. So this is actually for Gibson's Finest. So if you know anything about Canadian whiskey, forty yep. percent of the people that are out there drink it with cola. Mm-hmm. So Gibson's Finest Bold was actually like kind of a, inspired by this. Mm-hmm. We tried to create something with a higher alcohol content, more wood contact from a different style of barrel to cut through all of the sugar in the cola. So it's it's not a play that says this is all we want to be used for Mm -hmm. but it was uh, definitely something in mind trying to figure out how we could produce the finest of ryan colas for people Mm -hmm. so yes we did bring some coca-cola in here because honestly um i i wasn't a big ryan coke drinker before i started working for the brand 
and I've fallen back into it now where I have Coca-Cola in-house. Um, mm-hmm. Even my wife, she's in the same boat. She's like, I never, like, we didn't like this. But when you fire a higher, higher alcohol content, mm-hmm. you fire it into some Coke that's got a lot of sugar, obviously. Yep. Cuts through it. You can still taste the whiskey. Right. It's not The Coke's not drowning it out. Right? And that's the whole thing. We're not trying to hide the whiskey. We're trying to, well, we're actually trying to showcase it. And that's mm-hmm. really what it is. And mm-hmm. if people are going to choose to drink it with cola, you might as well do it with the one that was actually thinking about doing that. Mm-hmm. Right. It's not a full pot with this one. Yep. Mm-hmm. Awesome. You cracking that? Yeah, oh, yeah. Crack that sucker. Should we do that first or what? Better you know what? Hold on. Let's let's think about this really yeah. soundly. I would finish. <laughs> let's with, strategize. Let's wait. Yeah. Let's drink this. Yeah, we got yeah. a little pallet cracker. Drink some That's great right. Scotch whiskey and the Balvenie. Is it the Caribbean cask? Is that what we're this drinking? This is a Doublewood Twelve. Oh yep, yeah. So that flagger, cherry cask. Yeah, yeah. The flagship. Yeah. Yeah. Delicious. This is such good whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> so you enjoy it. I'm getting, I'm sensing that you enjoy it. <laughs> Honestly. So, oh, yeah. I mean, the nose on it, you can just get right off the bat that lovely, uh, so much. And I, I you never want to like downplay the importance of your nose. Well, I like that. When you're very, t- it's, it's, it, like, Isn't it? It, it evaporates off your tongue. Yes. Yep. Very nice. Yep. Velvet. It is. Yep. Yeah. It's elegant. Yeah. It's got it's like. Luxurious. Yeah. The texture, the viscosity. There's lots of things that are, we can say lots of this big guys ones. guy's a thesaurus. <laughs> You are a thesaurus. I, I was going to go somewhere with that. <laughs> 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 uh, this, is there children? Listening? <laughs> so, yeah, flagship whiskey, finishing a sherry cask, uh, 40% Dude, ABV. That. That's, that's really good. Yeah. We'll talk about, like, yeah. a great, I hate saying the word introductory because that's not something that you want in a scotch drinker. But what it is is something but that yeah, is. You, something's got to bring it. So, approachable, well, right? Approachable. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's the thing yeah. is, you know, for a lot of people, they, like you said, intimidation. Like, you know, it's, it, you know, single malt. People are like, oh, they're so, it's too fancy. Like, I'm just going to, you know. But I, this one is so easy to drink. And anyone, whether or not they know Scotch or they're, you know, they they're just getting into it, this would appeal to most palates for because sure. It's so easy to drink. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's exceptional. Yeah, there's. Oh, yeah. Uh, I only got a little bit left. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys still drinking like that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's impressive. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it is a lovely, lovely single malt for sure. What a crappy job you guys have. Yeah. It's, wow, it's a terrible job. How, how do you do it? <laughs> day in and day out. You want to know something funny? You know what you do? You drink a lot of water, and you have to take care of yourself when you're not on weekends like yeah. this. Oh, it sounds sure. crazy? Yeah. No, no, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah for sure. Guaranteed. It's yeah. robe time 100%, and, yeah. like, green smoothie time, yeah. and organic everything time, <laughs> and yeah. just... And then go. Yeah. Temple body until you... Yeah. Until not. You gotta, <laughs> yeah. You got to learn how to ghost. We were talking about that earlier. You got to yeah. learn how to just put yourself to bed. Yeah. You just have to know when you to can't say be, goodbye. FOMO doesn't exist because, yeah. yeah. well, if it did, you'd never exactly. sleep Exactly. Because we do... Yeah. We still have our full-time jobs during the day. Like, we still do reporting. We still do... Totally. Like, so we're oh, on yeah, conference so calls all day. you're still working for a business. Day. Yes, 100%. Right, right. So you know, office just, all day long and then go out and have a great time with a weird twitchy eye and... What's the matter with that guy? Never mind. Just he, drinking. he was in the office for like four hours. <laughs> oh, nice. I got two. I, I didn't oh, get one oh, yet, but me. that's Sorry okay. That. No, I'm, like, I'm on board pretty, for this. Knows me. Mm. So you still get some of that whiskey, though. That's it, the best this part is a terrible it. interview, by the way. It's yeah. probably one of my worst. Yeah. You know the best part about <laughs> That's why, guys, don't talk at all. We, li- we lubricate <laughs> everybody, too. Yeah. That's the best part. It's like, hey. I know. 
No one's ever disappointed to see us. Ever. No, no, no. no. Ever. That's the best, you know what? That's I, probably the best part of the job. It's almost like you got to turn yeah. down your friends. You're like, hold on. Yeah, yes, no. yeah. Are you actually my friend? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't remember how I know. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that happens too. I tell everybody I'm a face guy. I'm a face guy. I'm face now. What the hell is his name again? <laughs> well, that's awesome. Okay, so booth six, 17 and 18. Yeah. 17 and 18 for Gibson's Finest. Come in, hang out. There's a lounge. Don't be that guy, though. What guy? The guy that falls asleep on the lounge. Yeah, that's not, <laughs> yeah, that's not the cool that's guy. Not the cool guy comes and enlightens the situation. Yeah, for a festival like this, there's a yeah. lot of different things to taste. Yeah, yes. right. And usually, got to have a strategy or some yes, sort of structure, not just go in there and do whatever. So, drink water. It's such a yeah. big part that people don't understand, and yeah. it doesn't matter. Like, I've been to tastings where there's been 16 different whiskeys, and I've spit everything and still walk out have a huge buzz. Mm-hmm. So be aware that even if you are spitting, you're still absorbing alcohol. One hundred percent. Drink water. <clears throat> it is definitely a marathon, not a sprint. Mm-hmm. You know. So be aware. Eat, right. Right. Yeah, you eat. know. Eat food. Yeah. Take your time. There's no rush. And um, you know what's yeah. funny? If I could say everything to anybody out there, it'd be like the person that walks up. The person behind the table is actually doing their job and they want to pass on quality information. Mm-hmm. So if it means that you have to open your ears for an extra 30 seconds to be respectful, that would be so appreciated. And well, that's what you're there and, for too, right? Yeah, yeah for sure. And scout <laughs> yeah. out the room ahead of time. There's so many. This is the opportunity to to try something you've never tried before. Huge one. And Pete s- last. Yeah. yeah. Pete, Pete yeah. last. Yeah. So if you do end up... Ha- so I've, I've had some people that come yeah. up to the booth and because like, you know, when we we had this whiskey, it, there's no Pete in it. When I I say Pete. That's smoky, sort of that 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 campfire note that's in a lot of Isla. sort of the Isla whiskeys. Yeah. And sometimes they can um, just change your palate a little bit. So I would say scout out the room, see the top whiskeys that you want to go. Don't try anything you've had before, um, and just really sort of like so the first. Three or it doesn't four. make sense to go and try things that you've had before exactly. because you're, you're, you're paying a couple hundred dollars exactly. to go and do the same thing you're so, going to do at home. That yes. doesn't make sense. And the first three or four, just make sure the ones that you really want to try and then and then go from there. But mm-hmm. plan out your first three or four drams because those are the ones your palate's going to be the most awake for, that you're going to be able to acknowledge the most. And then go from there and sort of see where it takes you. But definitely try some new stuff. Mm-hmm. and uh, and come, last. But, and Pete last, yeah. People Pete. come up with big smoky mouths, and then they're like, "Hey, can I try some of yours?" And you're like, <laughs> "And they can't even taste." I'm like, "They're like, I don't really like it." I'm like, "Well, of course you don't. You just ate a block of smoke." What do you mean you don't like it? You didn't even taste it. <laughs> so many good tips here. Yeah. <laughs> what else we got? I don't oh, know. Like, you're hilarious, man. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's awesome. I think those are my those are my top tips. For I think the it makes sense for shows. sure. Whiskey shows, yeah. Think Chat smart. Like how yep. can you? Yeah, make friends, network. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Be mm-hmm. happy. I mean, with with the principals that are behind the booths and people that are there to mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, you're all in love with whiskey opinions. people. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's yeah. no need for negative. You're in a room full of people who love whiskey. Right. Yeah. Let's, yeah, yeah, yeah that's we should the always best be part. snuggling by yeah. the end of the day. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully not on the sofa. Yeah, not, not on the sofa. It's not at all. No, no, Josh will kick you right off. That is beyond. Yeah, I'm friendly until you sleep on my sofa. Exactly. Okay? Don't sleep on my sofa. <laughs> it's not that I've had to experience with that every time. <laughs> <laughs> He's just keeping it clear for his end of the night. <laughs> that's awesome, man. Thanks for coming in, you guys. I appreciate it. Thanks for having us. Appreciate you. Cheers. Thank you. 
These guys are hilarious. Booth 17 and 18 if you're going to the Winnipeg Whiskey Festival at the Fairmont tonight. VIP tickets at 6.30 and regular tickets at 7.30. But once you're in the doors, everyone is treated like a VIP. So don't be afraid to sample and ask questions and enjoy yourself. Thanks to Jamie and Josh from Belvani and Gibson's Finest for my gifts. I'm sure they'll keep me toasty warm inside tonight. Back with more Main Ingredient next week. But if you can't wait, you can check out the Main Ingredient podcast on iTunes and Google Play or check out our videos on Facebook. Chat next week here on 680 CJOB. This is 680 CJOB.